1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee.
2: And I'm your host, Danny Molley.
1: And today we are joined by CEO of Masters of Self University and spiritual leader of oneness consciousness, Rachel Fiore, everybody. Welcome, Hello, everybody.
0: Rachel. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Good to see you on a topic um, that me and Danny are definitely interested in diving into the age of Aquarius. Uh, just for definition purposes, I looked it up. <laughs> To really uh, help people understand. And the age of Aquarius is a period of time that is believed to bring an increase in harmony in the world. We have moved from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. And one of the things that I read that I loved is we are um, transitioning from a we, um, an I versus we. So yes. before it used to be me, 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 me. And now we're in the age
0: of we. Yes. So I'd yes. love for you to dive
1: straight into all of that.
0: It's very accurate. We can't have a we, we can't have harmony if we are always trapped in I, I, I. And I, 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 think about this, is immaturity, is childlike, because level of consciousness was much lower during the age of Pisces. So think about it. So the teachings that the spiritual teachings brought forth to the planet, offered to humanity for the duration of the age of Pisces were very appropriate and needed for that period of time. And it's always dependent upon the collective consciousness, the consciousness of humanity. And so during the age of Pisces, we were still functioning in a parent-child relationship with spirituality and with each other. Our level of consciousness was very immature, childlike, and again, parent-child. So what does that mean? It means... Everything is like a young child. I, 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 I'm the center of the universe. Everything's about me, my happiness, my well-being. If I'm blissful, if I'm miserable, if my suffering, everybody suffers around me, kind of thing. And um, impossible to create unity, harmony. You know, the 20th way of oneness is the way of harmony. That is the 20th way of oneness of the universal ways of oneness. So by the time you reach harmony, You are really mastered in these enlightened characteristics, these enlightened oneness, conscious vibrational frequencies. So to get there, you know, the age of Aquarius has been activated. We are in the age of Aquarius now. And during this time, it is time to receive new elevated teachings that will then last and be offered to humanity throughout the duration of the age of Aquarius. That means more elevated teachings than what were offered for the age of Pisces, right? So understanding that, that we now have more elevated levels of teachings offered to humanity, we are required as humans to, just like we were a couple thousand years ago, required, receive teachings, elevate, become a higher level of consciousness. And we are being asked to do that again. Every new age, that's what we are meant to do as a collective, you know, people. Mm -hmm. So at this age of Aquarius, the new teachings are here. The universal ways of oneness, oneness consciousness is here. It is a we, it is harmony, it is unity versus me, me, me. I'm the center of the universe. I, 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 child, child, child. I need a parent to tell me what to do. I need to create parent-child relationships in my romantic relationships. Well, one person is in charge of the household, for example, all that ridiculous bullshit that promotes misogyny and sexism and enslavement, Um, all of that in a relationship where I show up and you meet my needs because I'm a little baby and I can't meet them myself. There was a reason we we were that, like that was how unconscious we were. And so the teachings of that meet your needs and create this parent-child relationship in business, in corporations. I'll give you another example. Uh, before we dive in more deeply into these things, corporations where the the customer, the client is always right. That's a third dimensional teaching. That's a parent child like, oh, you upset, poor thing. Let me make you feel better. How many customers, clients do you know that are 100% right 100% of the time? That's fucking insane. We've created entitlement. We've created narcissism. We've created arrogance. We've created this this arrogant expectation that when I say jump, you say how high bullshit, you know, like I'm going to complain about this because you're not giving me exactly what my ego needs to feel better about itself. (laughs) That's what we've created with the customers always right bullshit. You know, I just went through this with somebody where I said, I don't cater to your mental programs your emotional programs, your behavioral programs, or your inner child wounds. I am here to shine a mirror, the light on them, and put a mirror up in front of you and show you what all those programs are. There is no one making you miserable other than yourself. And you need to start looking in the mirror and take accountability. The way of responsibility is universal way number one for how you feel is because you are activated in your childlike immature programs. It is time to grow up. The age of Aquarius is calling all of us to grow up
2: yeah Mm -hmm. i um i recently this last week i was just thinking about this um, because i used to work uh, for about six years i was in luxury hospitality and i had all these experiences i did one year as a manager and as a manager and in luxury hospitality the goal is always the customer is always right and there was always three questions we had to ask is it is it legal is it moral or is it ethical and if if it if you know if it is moral if it is legal and if it is it ethical we have to move mountains to do whatever we can do to make sure that the customer is right now and, and happy now that is great when you've got a customer in front of you who is in appreciation and gratitude and uh, being lovely to all your members of staff and yourself but when you have an arrogant entitled, for of back over words, entitled t- in front t- of yeah. you, mm-hmm. yeah. who is complaining and saying because his burger was slightly overcooked, that his marriage is failing, that his entire trip has, has been ruined because of this, mm-hmm. the, the staff were, you know, X, Y, and Z, just mm-hmm. laying it all I remember having this moment, I was stood there listening to this person and I was like, what am I doing with my life? I am stood here Mm. taking it from this guy. He's laying on me, projecting all of this stuff on me just because his burger didn't come out at the right temperature at the right time. And I could see he was acting like a child. But unfortunately, the corporation that I was in, I had to not only coddle that behavior, I also had to reward it. Because yes what we exactly to was to when people behave like that we then had to make it up to them i'm so sorry you you feel so hurt because your burger was slightly overcooked. yeah let me give you all of these three things so you stop acting like a child and you keep your dummy inside of your mouth and you behave like a good little boy mm-hmm. and having you know having had these experiences i was reflecting on them today and not today, this past week, and really understanding that what you're here to do is to end all of that. And yes, Master of Self University g- g- goes by the the code of conduct is the 20 universal ways of oneness. So yep. if somebody is showing up like a child, it's just so incredible to now be in an organization mm. that doesn't cater to such behavior that belittling people and just because you have a lot of money and that makes you powerful yeah so we don't have to like suck up to you anymore and right. now we get to actually like live from a true place of authenticity and do business. You got
0: it you got it that's exactly it it's no more um making the people in charge your mommy your daddy I mean, we we went through it to, to a degree in this corporation when people still weren't mastered in this work. They were getting their coaching certification. And then they would, I had, you know, one of the certified coaches actually say to me, of the things that we're required to do here, um, you should just have it to where if I don't do that, then for this week, what am I supposed to do this week? And then mm-hmm. if I don't do it, then you can give me, tell me, you know, what's the punishment? Like, what is my consequence? And I said, are you listening to yourself? So not only are you no longer a part of this organization because you are obviously not mastering the work that I'm requiring you to master within yourself. you got a lot of growing up to do. You are a little immature baby trying to make me your mommy who's going to scold you and give you a consequence because you failed to meet what your expectations are. Your job requirement is this. You don't get a, yay, you're doing a good job. Do your fucking job requirement. Period. End. We're all adults here. So guess what? You don't want to do that. That is your choice. Goodbye. No, I'm not going to give you a con- You want me to put the chart on the wall in your bedroom? What all your chores are every single day to make sure you do it? This is insanity that adults function like this. It is insanity. The age of Pisces is over. It had its benefits. It served its purpose. We are being called to grow up. So when somebody is running their programs and they're showing up as a child, oh, I'm not here to be your mommy. I'm not your mommy. And you're not a little child either. So what programs are you running? Show up as the way of responsibility and all the other ways. Own your programs. There's no judgment that that is your program. There's no criticism that you're running those programs. Everybody's been brainwashed the same way and all their programs just show up a little differently, unique to them. But there's no tolerance for those programs. Tolerance does not mean a lack of compassion. The way of compassion is one of the ways of oneness. So I don't want anybody's egoic, dualistic mind creating, well, you mean this when you say that. No, did I say that? Uh Uh-uh, careful. Don't project. Really understand the teaching. That it isn't... Right or wrong, black and white. Uh Uh-uh. What programs am I running? And guess what? If I am triggered and I am unhappy, I'm dissatisfied, I'm reactionary, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I'm whatever, that means I'm running a program. Healing needs to be done on me, by me. It's time to grow up and be responsible for me. Welcome to the age of Aquarius. It's time for everybody to grow up, take responsibility for their own healing to seek out the professionals, the experts that can guide them to become more elevated, teach them how to do it, because guess what? (laughs) This whole, I have everything inside of me all at once, bullcrap too, is a very misunderstood teaching. I'm going to say, I'm going to comment on that real quick. I want everybody to understand this. If you are in first grade, you don't have other first graders teaching you first grade work. Doesn't make any sense. They haven't mastered the work. They're only in first grade with you. They have to learn what first grade work is. What you have in that classroom is a teacher who has a college degree at minimum, at minimum, because they've learned they didn't just master first grade work and suddenly they're a teacher. Oh, it takes way more than that to become a teacher. Let's start honoring people. This is the we, this is the Aquarius. Let's start honoring people for what they have accomplished and achieved. Why? Because what they have accomplished, the heights that they have reached, the level of, you know, expertise, for example, that they may have, they have reached that for a reason. That's not an I. They've reached it in order to help the we. That is the age of Aquarius. In order to honor, the way of honoring is one of the ways of oneness. In order to honor the teacher in the classroom of the first graders, we honor that teacher Not this old way of teachers don't mean shit, they don't get paid enough when I use this analogy because that's a real thing out there, right? A lot of spiritual teachers, for example, you should do everything for free. Well, fuck off, it's not the age of Pisces anymore. Sorry, we're gonna learn to honor other people for what they're here to offer all of humanity to benefit everyone. So if I stick with my grade school example, we honor the teacher by giving that teacher all the support, all of the financial support all of the everything they need in order to thrive as a teacher in that classroom. Why? Because if she or he thrives as the teacher of that classroom, all of those damn students thrive as students of the classroom and they all get to master first grade and then move on to second grade. We still need our teachers and our people doing all the different things they do in the world, all the different varying geniuses that everybody has in order for us to be in harmony, because my genius benefits you and your genius benefits me and our geniuses benefit those groups of people over there. Look how magnificent we are working together in harmony. Now that is the age of Aquarius. Mm,
1: beautiful. Yeah. I always say when it comes to this work, there's nowhere to hide. Nowhere you know? to hide. So literally what programs are you running when you're acting like a child? When you do want, don't want to take responsibility over yourself, yep. and yep. I see it time and time again, and that is really the energy of the age of Aquarius. Is what programs are you running, and why don't you want to grow up right now? What's yeah. blocking you from the elevation, the evolution of you? And so, like even you know, I've gone into many conversations with people uh, who ask me like, why do you charge people to help people um, heal? or like come home to themselves, and they can't wrap their minds around that. And it's because, well, there's programs that block you, because you don't actually want to grow up. And so you stay in this very limited, you know, thinking mind of all of that. And so um, my question to you is, what is humanity going to look like? Now that we have entered the age of Aquarius, and now that people are really you know, there, there is a mass awakening and people are yeah. stepping up to the plate. So what's that been like for you to witness that transition and now that we're entering this age?
0: Oh, my God. The biggest sigh of relief, first of all. I've waited so long to watch the collective. Massive amounts of people actually really start to elevate because I know the more they elevate, the more they heal, the more loving this world becomes and the less suffering there is for all for all people on an individual level, a micro level as well as on a macro level, right? So oh my God, the sigh of relief when I I saw meaning the collective, more people in the collective actually starting to wake up. I just I cried in relief. I didn't know if I was really gonna see it in my lifetime. I'm supposed to, but I didn't know if I would because of the how low the collective consciousness is in the collective, right? Um, and it just it was a it was a massive relief for me. And also, um, oh my God, just I cried in gratitude really when I saw it actually happening because I'm like, people are finally going to start to get to experience like what I feel all of the time because I've mastered this work. Mm. It's like I want that for other people. It's why I do what I do. Right. So It was, oh my God, people are going to start to really understand when they put the hard work in, when they put the time in and they really devote themselves to themselves, to their own healing and elevation. Like you can't comprehend the reward that comes with that until you've actually achieved it. It's an, you know, it's an experience. You know, we talk about it, we teach about it. We show people how to do it, of course, in our coaching, but For right now, it's like you listen and you hear about it, but you don't get to experience that for yourself until you do the work and you pass the test of initiation and you do all of the healing for yourself, right? But once you do, so they can't experience it first and then say, oh yeah, that's worth it. Let me do it. Like that's not how spiritual growth works. Like that's immaturity. That's that childlike old immature behavior or way of looking at things. Now it's, hey, like this is what I got to do. I'm suffering. I'm unhappy. I have pain. I have depression or PTSD or anxiety or whatever it is I have. My relationship is shit. Whatever it is, I'm in scarcity programs, whatever it might be, it's okay. It's time for me to grow up and start to love myself enough to do the hard work to elevate myself and to heal myself. And now that I see people really doing that in the world, the biggest reward for me is to see people becoming sovereign beings, becoming emotionally free. Realizing they actually can heal themselves and then experiencing the emotional freedom that comes with not getting triggered, not being miserable, not being offended by every fucking thing all the damn time. Like, get out of the misery, people. Like, life is blissful as long as you wake up for real and realize that there are challenges and pain and things here for a reason, if you embrace that and learn to alchemize these things and learn to elevate, use it as stepping stones to elevate yourself as a divine being, then you start to experience the true magic of life. I am starting to see people experience a little bit more of the magic of life and realizing that's a real thing, not just some fantasy movie that I watch on you know, one of the apps I have, like you see. So that to me is, oh, it, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm happy of what this all could look like. If people continue to truly wake up and enough of us do, then we'll experience a whole new world.
2: And what is the true magic of life?
0: Truly realizing at the soul level, your are the power of your own divinity yeah. because that is what allows you and that's not an intellectual realization it is the actual process of spiritual awakening which which is an experiential pro, slow process that takes time And the more you elevate, the more capacity you have to hold divine light and become more of the light, which are each of the 20 universal ways of oneness, the more you become that. You experience every magical, beautiful, incredible thing that this world, this life experience has to offer. And guess what? When you're elevated enough at a certain point, you realize even the pain is magical.
2: Hmm. You Definitely embrace. Mine, it.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> You'll experience no. the gratitude of, um, and the the number one thing that I have experienced with that is is grief. When when something is so painful, and you move through grief, when you learn how to move through grief in a divine way, you oh. realize the magic of it that you were given the, the most incredible gift that is just undescribable and, and unimaginable. And in that moment of grief, what everything that comes with it, it is pure divinity. It isn't negative. It isn't bad. It is divine. When you reach that level, you are free. You are free. Mm. I truly know
1: that to be truth because of what I feel and have witnessed in you. I think there's a lot of leaders out there who talk a lot, but they haven't walked the walk or who just channel wisdom and like, tell you, this is what it's like, but I think seeing you and witnessing you and knowing your story, I know that to be true. And I think what you reflect to me is it's very possible for me to also reach that as long as you are willing and devoted to working on yourself on the daily. Yeah. And I realized too, as you're speaking, like people stay in misery and suffering because they don't want to grow up. Yeah. Because that's what they know and that's what they're comfortable in Mm
0: -hmm. and so
1: they'll make a ton of excuses and allow the programs to play out because they don't actually want to grow up and it's it's wild to see you give them the key and you go you can it's time now and they go i don't want to take it Mm -hmm. and but many of us will take the key yeah
2: and that's the warriors yeah people are ready for this they're ready for this work Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and i feel like that's what the age of aquarius is is Yes, stepping into there's a whole new a whole new thing being birthed in humanity right now Mm -hmm. and uh you know you are really here to bring these ways um to help guide humanity to this this place of experiencing the true magic of their lives Mm -hmm. Yeah, even i've been going through a lot last past couple weeks and uh even in your presence on this uh podcast I can feel a huge weight that I've been kind of like, wow, there's been so much that I've I've been I've been working through and just being in your presence. Uh, if anyone's been watching this, you probably see my body moving. I can feel this lightness and all this energy starting to shift as I'm surrendering. I mm-hmm. believe that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling the surrender from you. And you're not even saying anything. It's just I'm, I'm energetically connected in your presence. And it's starting to move this uh, this energy and allowing me to, to integrate. Okay, this is what I need to to learn is how to be like this, how to be in this. And it it must feel amazing, but what does it feel like to be like you? <laughs> you know, like people want to feel like if only could they could experience what it is that I get to feel every day. Um, And
1: this is to preface like, you know, Rachel, a lot of people don't know, but you went through a very long time to get, you went through a lot and had to work a lot to get to where you are. So let's, the people at home don't mistake in that this happened overnight for Rachel. Like no, when we say she walked the walk, she walked the walk. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I, I came in this lifetime with abilities and with the purpose of, you know, what my what I'm here to do. And that's to bring the universal ways of oneness and oneness consciousness and activate that on the planet. And the universe just recently, just last week, completely unplanned, zero plan to go on any trip to Hawaii. And there I was. My partner and I, the universe was just picking us up and putting us places, Talk about the way of surrender, just flowing with what the universe is doing and putting you and destroying certain plans and making you go somewhere else. And the universe was like, okay, Maui, that's the heart chakra of Mother Earth. And I did a sacred ceremony there and activated the 20 universal ways of oneness, the heart chakra of Mother Earth in this sacred ceremony. It was amazing. And so... To get to that point, I came in here with what my soul I'm required to do while I'm here, what I am meant to achieve while I'm here. Um, but in that, it is important to understand when you're here to achieve a certain type of purpose. To accomplish that, you have to go through hell, and that isn't like you know. Oh, I went through hell too because I went through a divorce, or that's that's cute. Okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about massive test of initiation after massive test of initiation. You know, I'll hear some people say like, oh my God is torture is last forever. This test of initiation. And I'm like, how long? They're Like, oh, it's been like two months. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't say that with judgment. I'm joking. I have a sense of humor. Guess what? Spiritual people can be, have a sense of humor. It's all right. It's, <laughs> it's not like written that you're not allowed when you're becoming enlightened to laugh and joke and be sarcastic. But it's like, fuck you. Are you kidding? Two fucking months. Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I would have cut both arms off and gone the rest of this life with no arms if I only could have had two months of hell. Are you kidding me? Like, right. no. yeah. It was awful. It was years and years and years. And I, I couldn't one easy thing to say it was from the time i was born up until pretty damn recently <laughs> that <laughs> my entire life was just test after test after, and it for a period of around it was like 12 or 13 years where you would have thought you died and went to fucking purgatory you were in hell you're trapped you can't get out and it had is nothing to do with the stupid love trap oh you were vibrating get the fuck out of here i'm talking about a test that a spiritual teacher has to pass and prove that they are capable of becoming as powerful as they're meant to become. It is no joke. It's awful. I don't wish that on anybody. <laughs> I mean that I don't wish that on anybody. Um, so, you know, I know I'm not giving specific details cause they don't matter, but I'm telling you it was horrific. It was horrendous. And the whole time I never knew when it was going to end and year after year and it get worse. It would get worse. I would become more elevated and more elevated and more powerful and more peaceful and more everything in my divinity. And then everything would get worse. And then the wow. next year was worse. And then I would lose something else. And then this would be taken away. And then that would be, and left next to nothing. I was almost homeless at one point. I'm like, am I going to actually have to be homeless to prove, like, what is this? I mean, it was just, and was never ending. I never knew when it was going to end. Until it was, I finally passed enough of those motherfuckers, <laughs> those damn tests, massive tests where I was like, oh my God, I feel free. I felt like the chains were removed one day. I woke up and I'm like, the chains are gone. Wow. the cha- They're gone. Like I did it. I passed them all. And now it's a matter of just building what I'm here to build. Mm. It was like the doors opened and it's like, okay, here's the next phase. Now you have to start to create and build all the stuff that your human self needs to do. You've passed all the spiritual stuff. And that's when I really went to work, but like more of my human self went to work at that point. If That kind of makes sense. Wow. Wow.
1: Um, I, I I just want to talk a little bit about what I experienced this morning. Um, I talk about this a lot, but I've I'm three months into getting off my antidepressants that I've been on for a long, long time. And every morning I've been waking up with this debilitating fear. And this fear is a combination of like hopelessness, dread, doom. It feels like I'm suffocating, it feels like I'm trapped. It feels like there is no light anywhere. And every morning I have a choice on whether I go distract myself and do yoga or I stay in the pain. And I, every morning I have so many programs that run when I open my heart to this. Um, I hear my mind saying like this, nothing's working. You're not connecting. This isn't anything. You're not doing any, you're not healing. You're not. And then I'll give into it. And this has been the last three months of like this battle that I've been going in and out of. And then today was the first morning where I woke up with it and it was so painful and I just opened and I just allowed myself to surrender into all of it. It was the first time I really brought in the way of surrender and I surrender to what is, because I realized in the last three, I was resisting. Mm -hmm. I just did not want any of this to be here. And the moment I surrendered and I allowed myself to just be without judging it, without cursing it, without all of these things, I felt like I grew up this morning and, and the way of surrender just guided me through every single time a program would try to sneak in. It was like, there was no way that I could. And it was like this moment where I realized and understood like, this is what it means. To become the ways like this is what it means to take true responsibility over yourself to understand these teachings mm-hmm. is the moments where you are battling the moments where your programs want to take over what is being called in for you to bring in so yes. that you yes. can now get to the next place where you need to get to and it was just a very powerful morning for me and thank you for teaching me all this and bringing this to me but the way of surrender is extremely powerful because so many of us, we just want to avoid and resist everything.
0: Yes. And that's
1: exactly what keeps us
0: trapped and cycling over and over and over again. You got it. You got it. As when we continue to offer resistance to what is, and it is one of the hardest things for people to actually get. It is, I've seen it over and over again. It was hard for me. It was really hard for me because this sucks. I don't want to experience experience this anymore. This is awful. I don't want this here. And as long as that is there, that I don't want it, you are trapping it and keeping it right where it's at. Mm -hmm. And the way of surrender, that enlightened definition, that universal way of oneness, and it's only the universal way of oneness number Mm -hmm. three. Imagine how powerful the ninth one is, the 15th, the 20th. Because they 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 keep getting more and more and more potent, more powerful in divinity, the the when the number increases. So the way of surrender, how powerful that is, that's what truly starts to set you free.
2: The mm-hmm. way of surrender,
0: because it's just you are now connected with flow from the universe. So you can flow out of what you're experiencing. You can flow change, transformation can actually happen because you are fully in surrender. To what is zero resistance not an easy one to move through and actually get it meaning on an energetic level i did it i experienced it now that you experienced it it's like oh my god this is all i had to do yeah this is it really it's this simple yes it actually is
1: It's the first three ways i feel like is crucial for us in the as we enter as we're entering the age of aquarius yeah. it's like take responsibility over yourself have patience for the journey and where you are at and however long this is going to take and then surrendering. Because what I see with so many people are the resistance and avoidance program. Those are the killers. And once you give into those, like you will never get anywhere else. If you let those play out. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I,
2: I feel part of it is, you know, the age of Pisces that we're speaking of it's been all about this like masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, dominating masculine energy around all of humanity. And that's the forcing yes, that everyone, exactly. the David got in, like, yeah, just keep pushing and, you know, go as hard as you can. And, da, 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 da. and yes. I was stuck in this for so long, mm-hmm. for years, trying to get out of my pain, trying to. Force my way out of it because I I didn't know what I was doing that was everything I was looking towards all of the the big names you know everything in the media all of the podcasts that I was listening to Joe Rogan you know having on all of these like big names a lot of it is how how hard can you go how, how, how much pushing how much forcing yep and as you always say Rachel masculine energy does not heal and so for years, I was stuck trying to get out of my suffering, but coming from this place of force. Yep. And now we're entering like this age of Aquarius. I don't know if Aquarius is more feminine. I don't know how, how that works, but I, I would assume so. It is. Um, yeah. and, uh, and that's going to allow humanity to surrender into what it is that they're actually experiencing which actually can allow for the other ways to take over and actually start doing the healing.
0: You got it. It is because it's more flow. It's more flow and masculine energy. When it's a divine masculine, when we need divine masculine, we need it. It's beautiful. It's fabulous. But as we all know, um, what's happened the last several thousand years is toxic masculine, very unhealthy because we've been so distorted in extreme masculine energy that when you're in an extreme anything, it becomes distorted and toxic. Same thing if we were in extreme feminine energy, it would become very distorted because it wouldn't be in oneness with all of the characteristics that we have access to as humans. We lump them into two categories for the most part to make it easy for us to understand them, feminine, masculine. But What to understand that in the what I call the golden age of harmony, you know, it is these are teachings of oneness consciousness. We're not here to make the mistake of going from extreme patriarchy, uh, toxic masculine, dominating force, because those are not divine masculine energies, those are toxic masculine energies that we've learned because we've been in such distortion out of balance opposite of what oneness is, right? It's been I, 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 me, 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 me. And that's how we get so damn distorted and out of balance to begin with. So um, in this next age, we are in astrologically the age of Aquarius since March 23rd, 2023. That Mm -hmm. was the day that Pluto came into Aquarius, right? And Mm -hmm. it felt like we just entered a completely different dimension. Like mm-hmm. I felt it that more is unbelievable, and ever since then, I'm like this officially was the Age of Aquarius, the start of Age of Aquarius. So that's with a lot of astrologers out there. There's different dates, and people aren't sure. I felt us. We are in a different dimension. We are in a different era. I felt it. Yeah. I felt it ever since. Um, but the new golden age of harmony, which is what we are to create during this Age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. That is for all of us to grow up, become the ways of oneness, do our healing, become whole, become elevated, enlightened beings as beings that learn from the teachings of oneness, consciousness. So we're not going to make the same mistake. We don't have room or time for that anymore as humans. We have all but destroyed the planet we live on. We have lived as little, immature, entitled children long enough. We are not gonna make the mistake of, oh, we were an extreme masculine, patriarchy, toxic blood forever. And now we are going completely to feminine. That's stupidity. No, we're not. And in fact. Yes, we need to bring in way more feminine energy, but that's to heal everything because feminine energy is what transforms. So we'll see massive amounts of feminine awakening all over and all humans for a while because we need that energy on the planet to heal and transform everything. That's what she does. That's what she is. She is the creator after all. She births everything, you know. So once we have that wave at the beginning of the age of Aquarius come in, um, what we will be able to do the more people choose to heal, to own their shit, to grow up, we will be able to together to create the golden age of harmony, the golden age okay. of harmony. And that is what we are to create. That is not a passive, oh, it's going to be given to us on a silver platter just because we're alive. Get the fuck out of here. That's the old ages. That's that's over. We are to create it as spiritual, mature, mentally mature, emotionally mature, divine beings working in harmony together as one. Yeah, And you know, for those people at home, you know, Pluto
1: is the planet of major transformation representing the cycle of death and rebirth. It's responsible for breaking down the old to make room for the new. And Pluto moved into Aquarius on March 23rd. And I remember you were telling me that you, you felt the shift within you and the collective. And I was like, well, did you know two hours ago that Pluto went into Aquarius and Aquarian energy is humanity. It's very humanitarian. Yeah. And so this is no joke what we've entered and we have entered into the age of harmony and unity. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm. It's going to get probably ugly before it gets beautiful, but it ha- things have to collapse. It cannot be what yes. it used to be, just so it has to be rebirth. But I would love, what do you think or what do you know the next few years are really going to look like, because I know that we all have to strap in for all of this. That's why, that's why we have to become strong within as the world around us crumbles.
0: Yes, exactly. So I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see two main things and one, these beautiful awakenings and unity and harmony with people, people coming together in love and oneness and cooperation and beautiful, healthy communication. I think all of this is gonna be watching everybody grow up and grow together and become one. I think that's part of what we're going to witness in in various ways, various ways. You cannot do that when you have the the extreme levels of domination, control, removing people's rights, women, removing their rights, um, continuing to enslave people, mostly women. (laughs) That's what we've done for a long time. Um, the hatred, the separation, the racism that still goes on all of those things that we see, um, that's, it's all going to keep coming to the surface, being exposed and coming to a head. It all has to go all of it. So I think we are also going to see all of the scary things and the disharmony, you know, all of the ugly, all of the darkness is going to continue to come to the surface, which ironically, this is precisely what we teach and coach at Masters of Self University in the sense that when you have trapped trauma inside of you, for example, you can't pretend like it isn't there. You put a bandaid on it, you hide it, you suppress it, you repress and you avoid and use coping strategies and you spiritually bypass well, you know, 10 years later, 20 years later, you're still in therapy, didn't get shit healed. Why? Because you're pretending like you don't have those horrific, painful traumas trapped inside of you. And until somebody is ready to say, okay, I'm going to deal with the pain for real. I'm going to go into my ugly, my darkness, my trauma, my whatever. When you're ready to do that, all of that pain, that trauma needs to come to the surface. It needs to be seen. It needs to be understood it needs to be owned. And with love, nothing but unconditional love in your own divine power, it then can be alchemized, right? It is no different in the world, in governments, in different countries. All of the darkness, all the corruption, all the greed, all the lying, all the buying people here and buying people there and putting this party and all of that crap, all the corruption in banks, you better believe all of it is coming to the surface in order for transmutation, transformation, true alchemy to take place. We have to see all of it so that we as a collective, as one can own it, can transform it, heal it, so that it never exists on this planet ever again. We have to have zero tolerance for it. And yet nothing but surrender, patience, compassion, Mm. harmlessness and gentleness unconditional love, selfless service. We become the ways those old vibrational frequencies and the people who still run them don't stand a chance. Mm.
2: There's a a wave of energy that's igniting everywhere across the world who are doing this deep work and becoming more light and becoming more whole and, and really healing. And it's, you know we this is what we do and teach at masters of Self university but it's happening everywhere in all sh- sorts of shapes and sizes and fashions yes. and it's cool to to witness um, now we've already been through like the astrological you know implications of age of aquarius uh, and w- why it's happening and obviously if you want to learn more about that go do some astrology um research But from your perspective, why is this happening? Why are we moving into a new age?
0: Because we don't have much time left on this planet to continue to be what we've become as humans. What we've become as humans is is nothing to be impressed with. It's nothing to be proud of. It's pretty disgraceful. It's, it's almost embarrassing to be a part of a collective that has nuclear weapons and rapes women and children and has war and beats people and murders people and steals and lies and cheats and the greed and the materialism and the, all the things. It's we we are given this incredible opportunity as divine souls to have this manifested physical human experience and look at what we've done with it. Mm -hmm. We're narcissistic, immature, spoiled, entitled little fucking brats that have no honoring, no respect for the planet that we live on or the other people that we share our lives with. The age of Pisces was really about like family units and staying in your tribe and all that stuff. And there, again, always a purpose for those things. Always. There was always, there's no, there's no putting it down or saying, judging it. There's no such thing that doesn't exist here. There's no judgment. There's a purpose for it, but we're to grow out of that now. We are completely growing. It's time to grow up and grow out, leave the fucking nest. So there's no more like, oh, my family. It's blood is thicker than water. Get the, okay. Grow up because everyone on this planet is my family. It doesn't mean I want to invite all of them over for Thanksgiving. Cause some of them aren't so nice. Yeah. And I'm not going to invite you over when, you know, you're the alcoholic pedophile coming. I'm not inviting you over for Thanksgiving. Okay. And it doesn't mean I judge you, but you're not coming. (laughs) Right. We have a lot of people like that on the planet still still, that need healing. So the more of us that elevate and become the ways, the more powerful we are that anybody who comes into your presence period automatically starts getting upgraded and starts getting healed just by being in your presence. And, And a lot of people have the ability to reach that level. But when people think because they chant OM and do ecstatic dancing and do all the things that they call spiritual. They think that's what they're becoming because that's what they participate in. That is a mistake. And this new age is true spiritual education. None of this childish playing around bullshit that people do and say, oh, look, I'm spiritual now. Okay. Except that you're not actually doing what it takes to truly authentically awaken, and be in your power, your divine power to create real change on this planet. We've run out of time. There is no more time. The time is now because we have no more time. Mm-hmm. You know, the planet dies, we die. Hello? The the bees die, we die. <laughs> like, it's like, hello, little children. Like, what part of this don't you understand? We keep killing things off and making things go extinct. We are an entire ecosystem of oneness. So you keep rocking the boat, everybody drowns. So that is why we're here. And it is also why for so many people, it's so damn challenging. So I want to send my love and compassion to everybody who is really waking up because I know it's hard. I've been through it. I've done it. I know how hard it is, but You do it to do it. You do it. And it doesn't matter how hard it is. That's when you just do. I need to become what I need to become to help heal this whole world. I, meaning every person listening to this and every person on this planet, I need to become powerfully elevated so I can help heal this world. So, whether this world dies or not, whether humanity goes extinct or not, guess what? I know I've done my part because I've passed my test of initiation. I stop at nothing to become more divinely powerful, more elevated, more enlightened, higher levels of enlightenment. Why? Because that is what this planet and everyone needs, period. End. Mm -hmm. That is what everything everyone needs to save this planet. And that's why I stop at nothing to do that for myself. That is the only chance this planet has. And if everything dies and humanity goes extinct, I have done my part. I would, my soul would never be able to be a peaceful soul if I didn't do my part. And if that's all I can do, I'm still doing my part. I will never settle for less for myself. Now, if I could ignite that in every person listening, and then they could go elevate and they could ignite that in all people that listen to them. And then that ripple effect takes place. We together can save this planet.
2: You know, at the beginning of this, you mentioned um, elevating beyond this parent-child uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: relationship and spirituality and whatnot. And Something I've really been thinking about recently is as we're entering this new age is the more that the collective heals. And something you always talk about is, you know, not everyone's supposed to be a neurosurgeon. Everyone's supposed to be a healer. You can listen to this and it doesn't mean that you have to be a healer. You don't have to, Right. You know, walk the path you are or we are um, mm-hmm. but if you heal you learn to heal yourself and, yes. and learn that we have to offer then you're evolving out of your consciousness being limited at a very young level so what well, i believe it's the 19th way one there somewhere around there the wave, uh, wave of way of wisdom wave wisdom is
0: 19 yeah
2: 19 right so Once we start to really heal and elevate, it doesn't matter what field we're in. Exactly. Um, It's such an exciting time we live in because we think we're so technologically advanced, but we're still operating from an egoic mind level of a child. So just imagine what is gonna happen when humanity, when we ourselves start to evolve out of being in this parent-child relationship, even within ourselves, anyone has done any inner child work they know exactly what i mean you go in you work with your inner child and there becomes a point in your healing journey where that child has elevated and evolved and grown up now and that's what we offer that's that's one of the core things that you teach is how to become the mystical parent at uh, master of self university how to really evolve that child up and out of its dysfunctional programs and its pain and what an amazing potential humanity has. Because, like, if I'm a, a neuroscientist, let's use that example, and I do this work and I heal now, like, I'm not thinking from there, I'm not limited. My brain, my consciousness is not limited by my wounds and my programs. I now have the way of wisdom. Yes. I can access the intelligence Still of so much universe. more. Exactly.
0: And, then and do and do only good with it.
2: Right. right.
0: Because as universal ways of oneness, as ways of oneness, as beings of ways of oneness, there's no ego anymore. There's no shadow self anymore. There's no wounded trauma person, inner child, immature person with quote unquote wisdom or power that doesn't exist anymore. That's the beauty of it is only good. You can only do good when you become the ways of oneness. There is no such thing as having too much power. No, 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 That was too much force from egoic, and narcissistic, immature little self-entitled children. That's yeah. why everything goes bad when people have too much money or too much power. It's insane. It's when you are a person of the ways of oneness, that doesn't exist anymore because you only do more or healthier or more wonderful selfless things with what you have. You elevate people more, you heal people more, you give more opportunities for things. Like that's the ripple effect of it. So, you have the wisdom of the universe, like you said, Danny. Like, what do you do with that? Nothing egoic, nothing damaging, nothing harmful. We don't create harm anymore. Harmlessness and gentleness is the eighth universal way of oneness. Harmlessness and gentleness. Notice. Harmlessness and gentleness is number eight. The way of wisdom is number 19. Notice what you have to master first before you ever receive true wisdom from the universe. Harmlessness and gentleness, compassion, connection. So when you become the ways, the only thing you can do is good. And that's, that's the best part. That is the best part about this work. That's why I love it so much. That's why I love it so much as you can only do good. You can't cause harm anymore.
2: And then it doesn't matter whether you're a soccer player, basketball player, whatever go. line of work that you're in, like you can walk this path. You can awaken to your true self yeah. yes. and still do, or I thought for a while, the only way to be a spiritual being was to go and go to India and live in a cave and, Renounce all of my life and um, give up everything and become absolutely nothing, just like Ramdas's I think his book and his documentary, becoming nobody.
0: Mm-hmm. I have to do
2: that in order to be spiritual, and the way is really present an opportunity to be like, no, you are a human being. You are here to have a human experience, to yes. feel what it's like to stroke a dog, to smell. Yes. Flowers, flowers when they're blooming oh. you know, on a spring day, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, and
2: um, you're also to bring something new to humanity to to whether that's in space technology or whether that's to do with cleaning up the environment because that's what yeah. you care about. And that's what really excites me about this time and th- what you offer is it's going to allow people to heal and then take that new levels of wisdom and new awakening true awakening not awakening up here not Mm -hmm. reading a book and thinking oh i'm a little bit more awakened i understand things a little bit more it's no how can you become become the ways and then you just are more awakened and then all of a sudden you're understanding things on a whole deeper level and whatever it is that you're applying this to in your life technology or basketball whatever it may be going to be looking at it from a much elevated level yeah
0: Um,
2: i'm excited to watch the world transform i personally am extremely optimistic um, (laughs) because we do have the ways of oneness and we do have people teaching this work and there is loads of people waking up out there across the world you know really doing the work i i'm i'm an optimist Mm -hmm. um at least right now i am for the world and i i really think that this age will be completely magical and we will get there to all experiencing that magic
0: Mm -hmm. i love that you say that because i am so excited i am so now that we are officially in the age of aquarius i feel this massive shift like we're in a new dimension and i am so excited for everything that's to come i can't wait to witness it i can't wait to be a part of it i can't wait to be a catalyst in some ways I'm just excited for everything that's that's to come. So I am I applaud everybody out there who is devoting themselves to doing the work. They're investing in themselves, their growth, their healing. Um, you are benefiting all of humanity when you do that and focus on yourself, not in a selfish way. That is the way of service to serve all of humanity in whatever ways you're here to serve is first, serving yourself to become powerful enough, healed enough, elevated enough, conscious enough to then pass that along to everybody else you come in contact with. And that's what I can't wait to see happening more and more and more with people as they elevate. Yeah. Yeah. And if this whole episode is igniting your
1: soul, that's it. Um, let's, let's uh, bring us back home to oneness. Uh, everyone at home. If you want to get Rachel's book, Mason's way, the 20 universal ways of oneness, you can get that on Amazon. If you want to work with any of us, set up a free consultation at mastersofselfuniversity.com. And thank you so much, Rachel, always for being here. And until next time, we will see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye,
0: everybody.